0: me a on my same not on Hey, welcome
1: back to Uranium After Dark, the sentiment podcast that is definitely gonna talk about all you bitches crying last week. This is episode five. I'm the bearded trader and riding shotgun this week is hundred K Uranium and Uranium Corgi. How's it going, boys?
2: What's up, good
1: <laughs> I am I'm I am I'm pumped in- this week. I'm pumped this week. We have our first guest and I've uh, actually have got to pull this from the closet. I've got, I've got somebody to introduce our guest. Hang on. Um, (coughs) This week, we have our first official guest, a man whose Twitter handle strikes fear into this podcast heart as they attempt to live up to his name.
0: Welcome adequate Ryan. There we go. Hey guys. (laughs)
1: Ryan,
2: welcome. What's up, buddy?
0: Doing well. Happy to be here. Yeah,
1: uh,
2: I'm pretty so excited about this. I can't wait for this. I have so many questions.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? I think that might be a good place to start. Why don't we ask Adequate Ryan, how he got into the trade and when that happened?
2: All right. Are you asking or are you going <laughs> to... I thought maybe
1: 100K wanted to actually add something to the podcast so he could <laughs> ask the question. But uh, yeah, we can just... Can ask ask him. The question. Which,
0: which trade? <laughs> which trade? Oh, uh lithium. Right? Isn't that oh. what this is about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah, AR, tell us how you got into the uranium trade.
3: I know a lot of people are interested in hearing about it. All right. I learned about it in coming into the end of 2016. Um, listening to some random podcasts by Med Faber. Um, he was talking about how it's kind of interesting to look at sectors that are down three, four years in a row. And it came up that uranium and coal at the time were both set to break the record for the sectors that had been down the most years in a row, which wow. just happened to line up with spot-bottoming and just happened to line up with Trump going on some rant about the US nuclear arsenal, which, you know, if you want to think about what Twitter was like back then, that those comments actually, like... Made us double. <laughs> no,
2: doubt. no doubt. I I oh. I I want to better understand what Twitter used to be like. Like yeah, were you back, on then? Back. Were
3: you on? Were you on Twitter then? Um, I was. I had an account. I was lurking. I didn't really interact with many people, but um, I think you know there there's a few like Quakes was back. Still doing his thing back then. There's, mm-hmm. I think, there's a couple, couple OGs that are kind of moved on, but I think you know, there's, there's a few people around, um, and the thesis was, I don't know, in its infancy at the time, but people knew about it, and um, that kind of, li- you know, those comments at the time kind of lit a fire under it. So I kind of was look, looking around, and the only kind of Easy way into the trade at the time. I bought some URA, kind of wrote it up, wrote it back down, mm-hmm. and then and then uh, URA kind of uh, decided to screw people over a bit by changing the <laughs> mandate, <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of left it in disgust for a little while. And wow. but but I, but I was tracking it for the you know the subsequent couple of years, just from the outside looking in, and then two thirty two came around, put everything on hold for a solid year. And then when that got pushed back to the working group and the sector got like destroyed, um, then I actually started buying pretty seriously at that time. So that must've been, that, that, that must've been,
2: must been like, you had, like, you go from two thirty two to like, now, like, first of all, oh, yeah. what is it like, what is it like, like on Twitter when you see like someone come on and like start making memes? like just all the crazy shit that goes on.
3: Oh, no. I love it, man. I love it. It's, um, it's, uh, I've long said that, like the best thing a community can have that's passionate around this stuff is like just a, just a cult of true, true believers. And I think that, you know, uranium has that in spades.
2: So that's definitely what we are. We are a cult of true believers. And And it's in a good way, right?
1: We're, we're building, right? Uh, let me ask you this, Ryan. Yeah. Um, I know you said you, you got some URA first, you're in and out. What to date now is your longest holding? And before you answer this, this is not financial advice. Nice. Uh, we are not your financial advisor, <laughs> but um, inquiring minds want to know, what, what have you held the longest?
3: Um, I still hold some Encore and Global Atomic from pre-COVID.
2: Wow. God damn, that, that that's a good one.
1: Yeah, like Corgi was born then.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But no, I guess like I was like fifty percent going into COVID, and then and then you know one hundred percent of global supply shuts down, and then I kind of ramped it up from there.
0: Were you? I know you're famously now one hundred percent allocated, or about? Were you? Were you just dabbling then, or did you just go full in then?
3: Um, So from the crash after section 232 up until covid i probably built it up to about 50% and then cuz adam Problem goes offline cigar lake goes offline and then like through the spring there i kind of built it up to 100% where
2: would you where would you rank section 232 among <laughs> the most like whatever the opposite of boner inducing <laughs> the opposite of that is would it would it be like tax selling dividends would it be like section out seasonality would it be like like where would se- like a section 232 just the most awful thing ever for the uranium sector
3: it was like it was just a pain because i think at that time the thesis had started to become pretty well known and the community had grown a bit and then it was basically just put on hold for a year mm-hmm. when we just like sat around and waited
2: <laughs> that must have been fucking brutal like that, that, that section 232. I'm just happy I didn't have a Twitter handle or I wasn't invested in the trade for that. But granted, you guys probably did extremely well before then. So,
3: and you know, it was a lot sleepier back then, a lot less memes.
0: It was, it was really sleepy. Even when I first joined, I, I remember it was just a lot of like people just kept chin for Japanese restarts <laughs> that that was like, there wasn't really a ton going on. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Sput kind of kicked off. Then people kind of started coming around more. I think I feel like that was right when Corgi popped up. Yeah.
2: Dude, I don't know why like, I like, it's crazy. Maybe? Thinking back, I never thought I would be doing like uranium and like memes, but.
3: I think the, the one time where a lot of people came in all at once was like, I think it was December twenty twenty, just out of nowhere we basically doubled in a month. And I think that yes. kind of really kicked a lot of people off.
1: Yeah. 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 Was that was that whenever uh we were talking about a stockpile that never happened?
2: I think we just talked about that.
1: Oh, was that two thirty two? Was that nineteen? Yeah. Holy dude. shit, dude! I lost a whole year of my life to COVID. I don't even also, remember. Also, we
2: like just talked about that on the podcast.
1: Tell me <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. I, I literally do not listen to what we're talking
2: about. Either, like, what are you honest. doing? Uh, I'm sitting why here. Is that like little? Is that where there was that little like silent period?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just waiting for you to go offline again. You know, so, like, <laughs> I feel normal. Dude,
2: uh, what? Let
1: me ask you, you this, week? Ryan. Hang on, hang on.
2: I want to, honestly, like, I, I love, I do love, but I want to get into, like, what's going on with Ryan. Right,
1: but hang on. Adequate Ryan, where'd the name come from?
3: Oh, okay, okay. Uh, it's, the specific details are a little fuzzy, because, I mean, I think we're going back about a decade here, but um, oh, goodness, a couple of my friends were joking around about, like, you know, there's that whole, um online self improvement grift that goes on um you know yep. kind of be uh, the best kind of person you could be in Oh day. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. anyways so we were joking around that like we want someone to like we should we should create something that's you know tips to just maintain the status quo and you know <laughs> I, I need something to like I need some tips on just like maini- maintaining a baseline adequacy and that's kind of where it came from and then in 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 the spirit of it I'd never actually pursued it so yeah, I, the I, pretty much, I, I, I pretty much. I love it. I pretty much
0: took that and ran with it. I think that's yeah. kind of <laughs> my motto: just be average. Yeah. Yeah. Don't set the bar too high, dude. Honestly,
2: you yeah. say that, but you're you're way not average with the ladies right now. Even <laughs> last
0: week. Well, I've never been average with the ladies. First of all,
2: <laughs> that is not true, sir. <laughs> I have a
1: private investigator.
0: <laughs> I, I have been getting like. My interactions, like the ones I pay attention to, which would be just just the chicks, has gone up. Like I wish there was Twitter data for just that. You know what I
1: mean?
2: <laughs> right,
1: hundred K. But those are all paper gains. At some point, we got to take some profits. You know, so <laughs> they're coming. Those, coming. those are yeah,
2: coming. Yeah, we got it.
1: We got to figure that out. Let like, me ask that was, you. Guys. That was okay. No, I was gonna say. All right, so we had we had a tough end of the week last week. Mm-hmm. Probably when mm-hmm. my dog is shaking her collar. Sit down. Um, uh, we had a really tough end of the week last week, probably one of the bigger drawdowns I've experienced in such a quick amount of time. Anybody have an opinion on what that was?
2: I do, but I'd rather hear Ryan's. I, <laughs> me too. That's why we have
3: him on. All right. All right, all right. All right. So, okay. I can, I can, this <laughs> can might turn into some piece? kind of. Word salad, but I'll try and walk through this. (laughs) All right, Alex Jones, let us know. (laughs) (laughs) So if if we take a step back, like I think there's kind of three different kind of regimes we could be in in this trade. One is kind of there's not a lot of news. There's not a lot of flows. We kind of meander around. Um, You can't look too closely at price, but you can kind of zoom out and kind of see the trend we're going in. Yep. So that's kind of our... I don't know, baseline day-to-day kind of thing. And then occasionally news hits and things get really exciting. Flows come in and, you know, it's really sector-specific news. And, you know, you can kind of drill down into the details, see what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what was happening with the Russian invasion and everything that was going on with that. Mm -hmm. And then occasionally, like, macro forces from somewhere else comes in and just like body slams us. And I think that's what happened. So in terms of why something like that happened, um, there's been a lot of good content shared this weekend from a lot of smart macro people that are like breaking down the data. So I'm not going to like, I can't get too detailed, but I think just in general, in general terms, we are, currently living in a world where most people's portfolios are not suited to protect them from Mm -hmm. and that is mainly a world where both stocks and bonds sell off at the same time Mm -hmm. you know most portfolios don't have commodity exposure most portfolios don't have trend following exposure or anything that would protect you in that kind of environment Mm -hmm. so you know most people are taking it on both ends um so
1: title of your text.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: so I mean, when you when you kind of get a, a shock, which I think was Powell's comments on Thursday, mm-hmm. that sent Treasuries up, Treasury yields up. You know, you suddenly get most people are offside in that situation. Yep, and we have to remember that like most assets out there are in a framework that is pretty rules-based where, you know, you have an allocation and your whoever's managing your money is obligated to stick to that allocation. Mm-hmm. And so bonds have this huge sell-off and you know, you're underweight bonds. So you go and buy bonds. Well, you got to sell stocks. when Those are going down too. Mm-hmm. And so in a normal environment, you're holding stocks, you're holding bonds, you're assuming they're not going to do the same thing at the same time. your stocks sell off your bonds do well you sell your bonds that are going up you buy your stocks that are going down and it kind of you know it's it it lowers the volatility of the market well in this in this environment we're in a situation where everyone's got to rebalance and everyone has to sell something that's going down so you're selling something that's going down you're pushing it further down so you're basically everyone that's rebalancing is adding volatility to the market and you get this like cascading effect where if you sell you're pushing things further down which increases the likelihood that someone else has is going to be offside and they have to sell something that's falling and so that's why i think you see in that environment like almost every index took a perfect 45 degree angle downwards all day Mm -hmm. And so I think there's been a lot of chatter. People are trying to read the tea leaves in like our sector. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, if if you're looking at our sector and trying to glean what's going on, I think you're probably seeing ghosts right now.
2: (laughs) That's like 100K. (laughs) Like, I don't know.
0: (laughs) I got to start taking you to the bar with me. That was was great.
1: (laughs) You have no idea what he was talking about.
3: I mean, but, I mean know, he's clearly
1: like, too smart for this podcast.
3: When, <laughs> Like, I, I joke around sometimes. I joke around sometimes. They're like, oh, you know, we're correlated with tech today. Oh, we're correlated with oil today. Mm-hmm. But, like, when literally everything is tick for tick, a 45-degree angle down, like, mm-hmm. you know, this, this isn't uranium-specific. Something else is going on. Ryan, got to yep. ask you. Yeah?
2: And, I like, uh, there's, there's nothing about that that's not true. I know 100K – you could stay out of this because you've no fucking clue of what anyone's talking about. But <laughs> but what happened like Wednesday night on the like ASX things started dropping. Yeah. Like well before Powell's like 50 bips, and there were obviously there was some talk about um, you know a, a fund that maybe liquidated. So there may, maybe there was some selling before that, but it just I don't like to use this, you know the word suspicious. But with, you know, Sprott, you know, dropping the bid and then with the, you know, with the miners Mm -hmm. ETF coming Monday, (laughs) this is like a lot of, um, you know, there's like a lot of like reasons I might, like, do, do you feel any sort of like market manipulation on top of that? Like, you know, like capitalizing on sort of the macro
3: to make the situation even more kind of spicy? Well, I mean, Wednesday was a weird day. That's like, what I'm saying, we dropped straight down and then went straight back up, and I think everyone kind of looked around and said, "Oh, okay, it's well, it's green. I'll take it," you know. Um, but there, I don't think there was really any reason for it. Um, you, know, th- was was yeah. <laughs> you know, I think it's the damn globalist. You know, I it is. You know, you can't. There's obviously interested parties on both ends, and mm-hmm. I think you know oh. we can say what we want about you know the physical market. I think some people were pretty pretty plugged in. We're saying that there was a, there's a, um, offtake agreement that's pricing next week that, you know, they hit it pretty hard to get as cheaper prices as they could. So, I mean, there, there's always interested parties on both sides of the trade that are, you know, frankly, very good at doing their jobs. Um, I don't know. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, I have a hard time thinking that. And if, if a fun company is coming into the space and they're trying to basically be a one-stop shop, if you want uranium exposure, that they would really care right. that Cor- much about. Corbin's an idiot, is what you're saying. <laughs> I, I just don't think they would really care that much about <laughs> not, not what the price Corrine's is a couple days before. You can't.
2: I, I, I didn't. Read you guys. can't.
0: You. I did. You can't. Cu- you can't say I don't want to use the word suspicious, <laughs> and then say a bunch of suspicious shit.
2: That's like right,
0: that's how you can't just cover it with oh I don't want to be a conspiracy but here's my conspiracy theory that doesn't mean that you're just good to go
2: I just like I don't know I just there's some fuckery afoot and I'm down with th- that's the thing is I'm down with it whatever <laughs> ten- like you don't get like like, I, like I'm in, in on it yeah I'm in I'm, in, I'm in, we're we're all in on this shit like we're we like yeah we are. Like we are we are all in for the all of the matters is the thesis right like it's true where where we think you know mines need to be at a certain price whatever the, the or the, the you know the, the uranium has to be at a certain price and all that but like between here and there there's gonna be some fucker and I'm down with it whatever it takes to get some bigger players into the game and Sprott is no like they're not they're no dummies in this rocket. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I, I, I'm like, when I say fuckery, like I'm, I'm saying it in a, in a, in a glowing way, you know what I mean? Like I'm saying good, like get nasty get people in here, drop whatever you have to do to incentivize, you know, bigger money players into this trade, just do it. And if you see a situation like, yes, the macro and, you know, and and with the pow and all, like all the ways that you, that you know, that this shit is going to hit the fan and, you know, you want to, you know, make it even more you know incentivized to get it just do it and i don't need to understand the nitty-gritty but i think there's some fuckery afoot you
3: yeah, know I, I think I, great. I, I i fall into this trap where like i stare at the market too close and then i just end up seeing something that's not there yep. you, know, you kind of recognize pre- patterns in like in randomness but you know i, th- I think it's, it's always confusing when you're in an environment where the movements seem very sector specific. And then out of nowhere, you just move to a different environment where your sector like doesn't matter anymore. You think about like how confusing the beginning of Thursday was like everyone's asking, like, is there news? What's going on? I have no idea. And it it, it turns out like, in my opinion, I could be wrong, but in my opinion, it's just like, we were just cannon fodder in that situation. I don't know that that's any different than what we've seen
1: you know, in the last few years, I don't know how much difference retail really makes outside of a few specific examples. Mm-hmm. But uh, we got eyes on us now and we've got some really big houses saying, hey, let's take a look at commodities, yada, yada, yada. We've got sentiment changing to me that just that that adds to the complexity of, hey, now now there are people on both sides of this trade, maybe more than there was before. It, it wouldn't surprise me. To see, to see action both directions, right? Uh, to me, that's that's kind of exciting. Uh, watching what's happened since 2020, specifically, man, who knows, right? I am not. Yeah, bored. dude. It's, 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 it's not bearish, right? Not. <laughs> I, think I think that's Ryan's signature <laughs> quote, which I freaking love. Yeah, it's well, not bearish. That.
2: Yes. What are our, like, what are our, like, yeah, so we have Ryan's not bearish. What are some of our other ones that are, like, like our signature we have some great ones. We're assholes.
3: Yeah, assholes.
2: Now we're assholes. I love um, Nick Jones. His one where he's like packing a, a bunch of shit into a like a certain pound bag, a five pound bag. Uh, <laughs> I like that one. Oh, yeah.
1: Suddenly and then all at once. Isn't Suddenly awesome? all at
2: once. Yeehaw! Yep. Uh,
1: Got some good ones. Yeehaw is a good one for sure. Yeah, but
3: in in terms of uh, BT, like your point about you know retail versus institution, like I think it's really telling if you look at the dispersion of returns in the last two days, the stuff that wasn't in an ETF, that stuff didn't get hit very hard. And then you look at, you know, it's it's been we've been told pretty clear that the ETFs are a pretty retail product and those went down really hard on both days, but Sput went down the hardest on Friday. And we're told, you know, that is an institutional product, mm-hmm. and I think it's just it's important to remember that, like, you know, when for all the for all the time we spend laughing at you know retail panic selling, you know, when shit hits the fan, like institutions are like mandated to panic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Know, they can't, that's they why can't you see and something and like it. spot get hit the hardest at the end, sure, because yeah. you know retail could just turn off their screens in disgust, where you know you can't do that. Yeah, which no is no what happens a
1: lot of the down. time. I know I turned mine off. I don't even look at the portfolio number. I'm yeah, like, nope. I was so glued in, man. I
2: kept, well, I don't know about you guys, but when I, when that shit was dropping, I bought a lot of Cameco. I bought a lot of Cameco from May 27. Oh, so you're, I, you're
1: planning on Cinco de Cameco.
2: Well, yeah, dude, I actually am. So if anyone, we got earnings,
1: right? The first week. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. I, uh, yeah. So yeah, that's going to be huge. So Cinco de Cameco, Mm-hmm. Is gonna be so big. If you think about January, how fucking sexy that was, <laughs> and the contracting, and even um, Gitzel was like a little like he was giggling a little bit on that. He was happy. He's got to be super happy. Like that was pre, you know, Russia invade that stuff. It's just horrible. But you know, real talk. Obviously, it's 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 not bearish. No, it was it was a
1: super bullish call. Is there anything that has happened since that call, Q1? I just said he's gonna gonna have a bad call, right? Nothing.
2: paying attention. Oh yeah. No, yes.
1: (laughs) I was actually just agreeing with you. You don't have to be a dick.
2: (laughs) I thought you were being serious. No! (laughs) I'm just saying looking at
1: what he said then versus what he might be about to say, dude. This is I'm shaking my hands in the air. I'm pumped about it.
3: Well, you look at um Grant Isaac's call, like the, the Scotia call in the, in the Bloor Street conference that happened like after the invasion, man, he, he was lit. Like,
2: <laughs>
3: and he always gives like, you know, I, I swear every six months or so, he'll give a, 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 a bullish rant that like one ups every bullish rant he's ever given. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you know, where do we top out here? Are we going to be doing like keg stands on the conference call or something like that? <laughs>
2: We gotta like, like, this is like, I love that it's Cinco to Kamika. You gotta pass out. Margs did that call. You gotta like, like, I wanna make this an event. Yeah. And yes, I'm like fully, I have a lot riding on those May 27 CCJ options, and they're so deep out the money. So, but if, but if Gitzel or anyone in Cameco is listening, just, just, just make it exciting and fun, and you know, have fun with it, because <laughs> this is like, you know, you know, just think about, the you know, the, the Ryans are on Twitter in 2016 and how much more exciting things are, you know, right now. And just have fun. Have fun on that call and make it exciting. Hopefully everyone that's in these options, you know, for May 27 can, can get out. of okay. Yeah, that sounds
1: like the most horse shit I've ever heard before. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just make it fun. <laughs> Like Throw so, some music
2: on with the Marionachis and yes. you know, just have just put your put up put, put, put a sombrero on and just make right. it fun and let's you uh, can
1: have you can have uh Juan quakes on, man, and talk about your random. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, I think I think we're all excited. Uh we would love to like hit a pinata full of U308, but that's probably not gonna happen. These guys are like pretty buttoned up. They know where we're headed. There is no there's no rush, right? That's that's kind of what I feel when I listen to these guys talk. They are all excited. I really think they're all excited, but they're they're keeping it together. This is like we talked about last time. This is not based on whatever calls weekly calls they have. They know where it's headed. We're all heading the same direction, and it I doesn't agree with really that. Matter. But
2: this is huge. This is a big one because
1: it's huge for you because two... you're no, no no no, call options. no 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 no. It's
2: not just huge for me. <laughs> and if Camago if anyone at Camago is ever you know going to hear this, this is huge because don't worry, they won't. Yeah, but if, you know, just if anyone wants to send them a message to to listen to this. This is so big because there are two producers, really, and one of them is fucked, and they're, like, the only one around. So they could really capitalize. So I just think make make this one fun. You know, rev it up. Be excited. and Hopefully those those options print. And make
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I hope for these options print. I, I will not lie. I have some of those calls as well. I know that Ryan has some of those calls as well, but we're not pumping anything here. I know we're not.
2: No, this it's because you cannot. You. Know, it's one thing to pump like something like worthless, like an ore energy, but 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 this is not. This is not that. <laughs> this is not. This is this is the This is you know. You're talking about the one producer on the planet you can rely on right now. If you need uranium, there's one, literally on the planet that you can call and say, "Hey, you know, I need some uranium," and we're, you know, you know, you're gonna get it. You don't know what, you know, and I love the people like Adam and prom and all those people are great. But, you know, with with the routes and Russia and all these things like secondary sanctions, Cameco and we're not pumping, but Cameco is is really primed to do extremely well. Well, we hope month.
1: so. Let me let me ask you this, guys. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, so we saw, we saw, saw Yes, yeah, so I'm just trying to keep you out of jail.
2: <laughs> jail. I mean, what, what am I? Listen, yeah, you say that, but I haven't said a single thing that is not accurate. Well, I get this that. Is, and this is stand the horny
1: man also said the same thing about LNTC. So, um, let me ask you this: We saw, we saw spot move down this week. Does anybody have strong opinions on what's happening there?
2: I do, but I'd rather hear Ryan. <laughs> of course, that's why we have him on.
1: <laughs> wait, 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 Let's hear what 100K has to say first, because he has not say oh God. And then...
3: I thought yeah. he was <laughs> uh, actually, uh, Can you
1: please explain overfeeding, and then what happened to Spot this week? Thank you.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's this is a perfect scenario where we have AR on, because I just <laughs> message him and ask him all the time anyway. So this is just like an same. even easier, yeah, it's just like, but I don't have any shame in admitting that. You know, Corgi likes to act like he finds this stuff out on his own. He doesn't, Thanks. by the way. No, I
2: don't. I ask Ryan. I, ask, I, I hit people up. I try right. to hit, you know. I, I hit people up. No, you're right. That's what I'm I, You're right.
0: I've said this, and I hope I didn't cause, like, an uptick in your direct messages, but I've said this on the podcast a few times. Like, adequate Ryan. I message him all the time. He's super <laughs> nice. He'll reply. And then I was like, man, I hope I, hope I didn't just, like... Well, not like I have some sort of poll, but like I hope I didn't just cause this inbox to blow up because from day one, you've always been more than generous with your time. I don't know why, maybe you just like chatting with me, but um, yeah, so I mean, you can, ex- I know from what you've told me, and again, I won't do this justice, but they have to, when it's trading at a discount, they have to get back to nav so they drop their bid, right?
3: Yeah, I mean. Or pull their bid, or people have hashed out over and over and over again, like you know, trying to figure out who's actually in charge of this market kind of thing. And I, you know, it's safe to say that there are interested parties on both sides, bulls and bears. But time and time again, we see market goes up, flows kind of dry up a bit, sput falls down a bit, and then the physical market kind of tracks it back down. And whether it's whether it's Sprott pulling their bid or, or someone hitting the bid to try and put, force it down. I mean, it just they, they tend to eventually meet in the middle at a lower price. Mm-hmm. And I mean, broadly speaking, I think it's just important to remember that Sprott, by and large, is in the asset gathering business. You see, as soon as they're at a 1% premium to NAV, they're raising cash again doesn't matter what direction the market is going so that as soon as they can raise cash they're raising cash i don't think they have an interest in necessarily what direction we're going in as long as they're raising cash and i think you know that's kind of the priority
2: mhm what do you think what do you think so this URN business with the marketing what you think this is going to be big right
3: yeah i mean i don't think you i don't think you take over an ETF without you know explicitly with a goal to Having grow plans, you know, yeah, they, they want to grow it as big as they can. Yeah. Now, you know, they, they, they came out in September, like just guns and blazing at, you know, and they take a different approach now. So, I mean, I, I could see them being a little, a little more measured this time, but um, no, they're you don't, what do you, th- you don't go into that market without, with the goal of growing AUM significantly.
2: Yeah. Like, what do you think, like, I totally agree. Like, what do you think? Because this is not something like this was this takeover. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but this was kind of like announced like last year, I think maybe October. I, I don't know exactly. But so we kind of all knew it was going to happen. But like, and we've had so many bullish things between then and now. But now, like, not, I don't, not like legally is the right but like, like logistically speaking, now that they have like the full marketing power i'm kind of curious like what like specifically changes like what you know like they're yes they're going to market to their you know hundreds of thousands of clients or whatever but like what actually changes like anyone who's interested in uranium knows that there is you know this etf out there you know what i mean like i'm just and i know that they're i know it's gonna have a huge impact but i'm just almost like curious like specifically what what they're doing um like if they want to get on TV and like do advertise, I I have no, Mm -hmm. I I have no, I have no freaking clue. Um, but I'm interested if you have an opinion.
3: Yeah. I think, I think just generally long-term, I think they want to They're they're kind of positioning themselves that like, if you want uranium exposure, it's going to start and end with Sprott. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's just a, and then you might drop. It's kind of, if you're in that position, you know, you kind of, you, you control, and then there's knock on effects from there, you know. You, if you have that kind of position in an industry,
2: I was kind of hoping, like, maybe this is in my own, like, seeing ghost thing, like you were saying, but I was kind of hoping, like, nothing against silver and gold and, you know, some of these dead trades like that. Like, what, like, they can just, because they have all these people invested in that and just be like, listen, you don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> like, you know, just move all your shit to uranium. And it's so seamless because they're all Sprott account. You know, you don't have to onboard and do all that stuff. I was hoping like Champaglia would just be like, listen, gold and silver is O-ring, and there's not really like a thesis. Move all your shit to uranium, and it's going to just be like an easy transition because you're all under the Sprott, and I think they could have a nice impact on the ETF. If anyone has an oh, opinion, okay. I don't uh, know why it. Right. <laughs>
1: I think like gold and silver have a thesis. There's also sprot in both, right? I mean, it's it's undervalued, and there's an opportunity to hold physical that's going to increase what is in value. The gold I don't and silver thesis? There's not a thesis that, uh, that it's that it's paper traded so much that it's depressed, and the actual value is not what's on the market. I think that's the thesis. I don't know that well, it's I got think- the torque.
0: I don't even exactly. fully know the uranium thesis to be honest. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I think if me? you're I think if, so you just, if you just if you get that.
2: a little bit of they got twenty billion AUM, I think you move a little bit of that into uranium, maybe like half of it, like five or ten billion. I hear an echo of myself.
0: My grandpa, uh, my grandpa was always used to say, that you gotta buy gold, and I, he always seemed so dumb to me, so I just never got into the gold thing.
2: Exactly, dude. It's so <laughs> like he is all broke, you see is,
0: he died see broke, it. and he's dude, always talking about gold, I was like, I don't want to hear that. It sounds so Dude, stupid. all I
2: hear on the, on, the, on the commercials for, like, my sports teams is, like, Joe Namath is like, you gotta buy silver. And then it's like, <laughs> Keith, Erna- Keith Hernandez is like, you gotta buy gold. Yeah, And I'm like, fuck my, you know, no. But this is not what we're talking about. Yeah. No. How well, do we I mean, even get it into is, now that you added it. Well, I mean, there's got, a, there's
1: a whole thing about a depressed market, which is also what uranium was. This is the same thesis between the three different metals, and this one just happens to be the one that we're in. Uh, but we don't trade futures on it, so it's it, there's there's less paper trading going on. We're talking about an actual physical market where gold and silver been depressed for a while. But now we're starting to see those guys do the same thing. And part of that has to deal with, hey, what's happening in the world? We got interest rates rising. We got inflation, yada, 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 all those things. I don't I don't, I don't know that it's necessarily something to shit on, but I don't know that we also are bound by the same things that gold and silver are in, in the way that they're traded that will depress the market. Like we we have so many pounds available and there's
3: no other way to trade it but then to buy it. Well, it's, so it's, I think it's, it's a really good spot yeah. to be in that's absolutely part of the uranium thesis is that like there's a lack of options. There's, there's a lack of ways to hedge against it. You know, producers and potential producers can't necessarily hedge their production. Like there's just, there's so few ways to protect yourself in the physical market. So Exactly.
2: Exactly. And I'm, I don't mean to, you know, Amber heard on your like gold and silver trades. If you're really into that, like, I, I don't know. So I'm sorry. I mean, well that's
1: that's two that's two podcasts worth of five that we've had that you've done it, which is okay. You're allowed your opinion. Um, you know, just shit on your side of the bed, you know?
2: Well, I mean, am I wrong?
0: Did you yeah. did you um I think did you, you
2: are. Th- I don't think I am. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I am. Did I you mean, study, my wife's uh, FA uh, did d- 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 buys her silver shit and she's just getting poorer
3: every day.
0: That's great. Hey, hey AR <laughs> did you study um did you study finance, uh, undergrad, in college, or whatever they call it in Canada?
3: No, I did not.
0: Wow. you just- <laughs>
3: That's a great question.
0: <laughs> That's, like, so annoying because I studied finance, and I keep running into people that just know so much more than me.
2: Yeah, dude, you can't teach hey this shit doesn't books. do a whole lot for a lot of people. I'm, I'm you can't just gonna teach this. You can't teach, you can't teach what we know in the books. Yeah, yeah, there's real life, and then there's the books, no doubt.
0: I mean the no books doubt. are a good starting point though I think.
2: I don't remember any books. So you right, Hey did
1: y'all hear this? We were talking about Sprout Bid. Uh did y'all hear this? I Iatochi guy yeah. uh having to liquidate. Was that a rumor that you all heard? I feel like I I read that today and I was like, "Wait, is that the guy that in, invented Bitcoin?" Which No, <laughs> yeah, that's it was him. Tochi, so that's totally different. Um was there I, somebody that liquidated? Was there no, an opinion no, on no, that cuz that's all that
3: so there's, there's uh, a tochu I think it's called. And and people that are way <laughs> more plugged in than I am actually know what happens here. But basically, they have an agreement to buy a certain amount of pounds at the end of the month. And I don't know what date exactly. As someone was saying, it might price this Monday. I don't know. But so there has been traditionally a bit of a weaker market at the end of the month. And um people have long assumed that they kind of influence the market downwards a bit to try and get a better price for the contract for the pounds they're supposed to buy. And so you think about, you know, the, if you have something pricing Monday and you want a lower price, I mean, you just ran into the perfect environment the last couple of days to just get a very low price. Yeah. Uh, well, definitely. Do you, I mean, so I kind did of, Did you think I it watch was a it? person?
1: No, I have no idea.
2: Yes. <laughs> half <laughs> the, the joke time, was like... I, the whole time I was like, I couldn't stop thinking about Ayatochi.
1: Yes, I know. And half the joke was that it was going to be the guy that invented Bitcoin. That was the whole play there. But <laughs> if there's something there, that could be a fun. I don't know. It sounds like... A,
2: Can you do another Quakes impression?
1: Races? <laughs> hey guys, uh, Ayatochi showed all his physical... Yeah, you know, I don't know, buddy. Uh, I'm just saying, I saw it out there. I thought I would throw it out. I didn't know everybody's going to shit on me for it. So thank you for that. You're all the worst people I've ever met, uh, except for you, Ryan. You were very pleasant about Thanks, it, man. and you know, you know what I'm talking about. You know, so
0: um,
1: I, I don't know what it was. I just i i wanted i wanted the question out there because that was going around Twitter today. Um, what I saw, Justin Hume. As we That's have been it. corrected now. He was like, hey, dead bodies are going to float later. We'll figure it out. So, like, the, there was a whole opinion that, Wait, like, when did he somebody say that? blew up. I'm sorry?
2: You said that today?
1: Uh, no, no. The Tochi piece was out there. But earlier in the week, Justin oh, yeah, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. dead bodies will float. Um, and, you know, when we were talking about maybe there's some, like, fun that blew up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I was curious as to your opinions. Listen, I I will not take this any further, like I said last week, than the math problem that it is. Mm -hmm. I don't have time for it. Um, If the math problem's not solved, I'm in. If it's solved, I'm out.
2: So, So you don't have short dated options.
1: Uh, I may have a couple, but most of them are leaps. <laughs> we need things <laughs> to
2: we need things to happen. And I agree with you. Like, well, we need like things leaps, you're a leaps guy. You're a leaps guy. I'm a leaps guy. People because like I myself can... and Ryan and I think I think you yeah, you yeah. Wonder I you're, do it occasionally, like, but I, most of mine we need, to need shit to happen. happen right now, tomorrow at <laughs> but, Market Open. Like we're not Like I'm not, we're not, we're, we're we're not, we're, we're making moves here, BT. No, I
1: got you again. I, uh, not financial advice, not your financial advisor. Uh, we, you know, there are times where I am leveraged a little bit more short term. And most of the time I go a little bit longer because this thing is so hard to trade. I don't think it trades on technicals as well as everybody likes to say it does uranium charts. You son of a bitch. Um, I don't think that that's the case, and I think Who's it's that? really, really tough to kind of pin when we're going to see movement. Yes, sentiment's bullish. When has sentiment not been bullish in the last year? And we have watched this thing up and down and sideways and every other direction it can possibly go. So I, I choose leaps.
2: No, and I think that's that's a very good way to go.
1: Right, cool. Come you on. should try
2: it. I, I fucking did i bought them last uh i bought them last march i bought them last summer and i cashed out four fourteen. 14 i like the, Love it is it. the way to go but like right now on those on those mega dips you know it's a it's, it's usually like a good a good time to buy in so like i agree I,
1: those mega dips are hard to not just be like well what about this kamiko call yes right sir. it's tough it's tough let me ask you this ryan i know we're rounding out to the end here but um, you've been in this trade for a long time and you've been very, very nice to show up and like, just hang out with the idiots in the room. Have you ever been, or are you less bullish than you are right now?
3: No, I mean, I, th- I think, you know, once the, you know, we, we keep seeing these, these catalysts happen over and over and over again. And I keep <laughs> thinking, you know, we're just bludgeoning the market over the head with one catalyst after another and but you know like bt was saying um there is a math problem going on here and and the the russian invasion just like took that math problem to outer space and like (laughs) i don't take it from addition to multiplication yeah you know that's that's a great way to say it and i think you know people are going to The post-mortem on this trade is going to look really weird. You know, it's either going to be really simple that like COVID took supply offline and then Sprott Sprott bought a lot and then Russia invaded Ukraine and then it was over. Or it's going to be really specific and we're going to find out something that after the fact that, you know, oh, self-sanctioning didn't actually happen or whatnot. (laughs) It's going to be something weird like that. Kind of like how they figured out that there was actually no supply imbalance the last bull market. Mm -hmm. But I really feel that at some point, and I've been wrong on the timing so far, but at some point we're going to reach a point where the general consensus is this is an unsolvable problem, Mm -hmm. regardless of whether it is solvable. And that's just going to be, there's going to be a sentiment shift there and everyone's going to assume like, oh shit, we can't actually solve this. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, all bets are
0: off. Is that where you... I know that we've discussed before what uh, we talk about the term, the market being broken. Is that when you would say it would, it would break, so to speak?
3: Yeah. I mean, we, we keep like, I don't know when we we're in the low sixties, there things were getting pretty thin. Like there was, we, we sat up there for a while and, and price didn't come down and Sprott didn't buy anything. So, I mean, things are getting pretty thin out there and well, yeah, and at some what, the, point the they're carriage... going to have a
0: very no, good. I was gonna say well the, <laughs> the carry trade was dead, then we had the Russian yeah. sanctions and it seemed like blue skies, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, and then suddenly it wasn't. But Ryan, um... let
2: me let me ask you a question. Yeah. This is a tough one. Okay. Do you think in this bull cycle a hundred K will get laid one time?
0: <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait.
2: <laughs> Like between now and the end of the bull cycle, are you're gonna get laid once.
3: <laughs> For, wait, like in real wait, life or from leave? someone on
2: Twitter?
0: I was gonna say, Corgi, I'm not married. <laughs> I, I have sex. It happens in my life.
2: Oh, I know, dude. I'm. I am like right. But we're talking about with uh, other you mean people. Like, you, know? you mean
0: like from like a Twitter person?
2: No, or, or like just, in general. <laughs> just hating on my own life
0: no man he, he is
1: right hot right <laughs> no. now man it's like oh, wait, wait
2: what's the countdown clock
1: now is it back up to like 23 days or where are we at
2: <laughs> for me? me
1: yes i need to know we need to throw it up on the uh, twitter
2: <laughs> i want to live vicariously through you right now 100k you're fucking i like i'd like to was a joke that? like are doing I hear well.
1: Ryan's kids in the background. My dog's shaking its head, and I hear my kids yelling downstairs. Corgi, I know you got kids.
2: I Under got, I got a guy one. Guy. I got a one bagger. For now. That's true.
0: Yeah, I don't have kids. For now. Just so that's clear. Now you know it. <laughs> If any <laughs> ladies are listening, I'm, yeah, I'm, I got no kids.
1: <laughs> hey, I love it. Listen, people, no, people but, like but, you. Sc- but
2: Seriously. Do you think he will get laid, Ryan?
3: Oh, yeah. It's, you know, they, as, as bad as the market was last week, like, <laughs> Kramer says, like, there's a bull market somewhere, and, and 100K's <laughs> Twitter game right now is, 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 is yeah. it's a strong bull market. <laughs> yeah.
2: just, it is strong. If I could invest Drunk, in 100K's, roll. like, yeah, Twitter Game with the ladies right now. I would, I would, I would, I would, be short and long. You are, you are <laughs> yeah. you're doing good.
0: There would be a bunch of news. It's pretty hot and good stuff around that trade.
2: Yes.
1: Hey, can can we can we uh see what your portfolio total is this week to end the week?
0: Me? Because we oh, were two thirty
1: two yeah. last time we talked.
0: Oh, you want and mine?
1: It's been a
0: rough week. Oh, yeah. Let me of course, pull. you're
1: the only one that throws it out there. Crazy
0: man. Yeah, I I like attention. You know, yeah. <laughs> no one—they don't come to my Twitter page for the hot takes. They come for the shit posts. Uh, let me. Well, they come it. for real,
1: real, right? So let's let them have it.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Guess what it is first.
2: Okay. One
0: eighty-five. Okay.
2: I'm gonna say you dropped like. I'm gonna say it's one one seventy. Okay. One ninety-eight. Ryan, what do you think? One ninety-eight. One ninety-eight.
0: One seventy-five point two.
2: Ooh, Price Ooh. is Right. Corgi
1: wins. Well, hey, there's there's more right. that where that came from. I will say, Ryan, thank you for coming gotta on and being very weeks. first.
2: got to do this in quicks.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. Which one? Just the regular one? <laughs> hey, Ryan, thanks for coming on the program this week. We really appreciate it. That you took your most valuable time and spent it with three fucking morons on the internet. That's right.
2: Have That's my
1: cane. I'm putting in my vests. Thank you, buddy. All right. So there's that. Thanks for uh, that again.
0: I have a good ending question. Someone asked me on Twitter. They asked if you wear boxers or briefs.
1: <laughs> oh, here we Boxer go. Boxer
0: briefs. Yeah, me too. Like, ah, who, I split the you, difference. That's what I wear. If you who wears boxers, that's crazy, dude. I
2: don't, yeah, no, nobody, man.
1: This things hanging out the hole all the time. It's weird, man. Yeah. It's not good. Boxer Special briefs, actually, go. Um, long, um 100%, 100k. I bet Derek, Quick maybe sweaty, two foot long. Who knows, right? <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, let me ask you this because Quakes did post this question on Twitter. What is your best John Quakes? Not knowing what he sounds like, impersonation, and we're going to end yes. it on that.
2: What, what do
0: you think? No, yeah, he's not yeah. going to. He's not going to. He out for it? Does he, he, he up sound up like an impression it? guy? I have
3: no uh, idea. No, I, I don't. know. Do you think he sounds super Canadian? Yeah, do Canadian?
1: do you think he sounds refined? <laughs> <laughs> you tell us. What do you think? Like, what do you what do you think his voice sounds like? I, you don't have I to do it. Just tell us what you
3: think. What What you're doing there, but like with a little more. Gandalf. British.
2: Oh, yeah. so I, Gandalf. I literally was thinking these. No, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Got nothing, man.
1: Perfect. The man's a mystery. All right. Well, hey, you know what's not a mystery? 100K's portfolio. And that's what we love about him. Yeah. Uh, Corgi is definitely a young Kevin Bambro. He's a head, And Ryan, you're a smart guy. No, 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 no. We're so happy. No, no, no. We're not going to fix it. Nope. No. Just shh. Just sh- no. Just sh- no. Sh- nope. I will not be nope.
2: associated with that trick. No.
1: You will. You are. Okay, listen. And Ryan, you're a smart guy. <laughs> and we really, really appreciate you having you know, coming on with us. So I think uh until next week, this is a great way to end it. He'll come back. Anybody wanna say any words yeah. of wisdom before we disappear? I'd love
2: to. That was a no. i mean, that's a no. Cool. We're gonna <laughs> don't, now. Don't, open Three, don't open the floor. Don't open the floor. Don't open the floor. We when Oh
0: yeah. That's my swag, don't get mad, go there, down, down. They wanna know how we came up at a basement, we was then stuck. I was down bad on my ass, I had no job, I was fucked up, yeah.
2: Now
3: I get
0: to sit back and laugh while you haters are mad and you can't even pay stuff. I do this all on my own, right off the wake up, I go to my cake, off. I gotta get me a bag, steady type of cash on my bro, and that same shit. No, I don't fuck on no lame bitch, can't even fuck on the same shit. I heard your shit in the swag That shit is so sad, put in work at that basement I told you double that payment Look, boy, I'm not one you can play hey, with Watch out, everyone come for that ride out, yeah Say watch out, watch out we came at that dog
3: pound, yeah Say watch out, everyone come for that ride out, yeah Say watch out